This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate. Christmas season is fast approaching, listeners. Here in the studio today is Cindy Lilburn, who's the um, collections uh, uh, manager for the heritage part of the museum, and Andy Leapst, who's become the online. So if you're doing anything online with the Tamanawe, you'll probably speak to Andy. And they're here to let us know what to expect for our delights over the season at Tamanawa. And of course, in level two, we're only allowed one person at a time, so I'll have to speak to them individually. So at the moment, hello and welcome to you, Cindy. Good, yes, good morning. It's good to see you. <laughs> so if there are any listeners out there who are unaware, what is Tamanawa? It's a combined art gallery, museum, and a science centre so that we can mix it up and use the collections that we hold across all the three institutions to say things. Right, and whereabouts can that be found? We're at 326 Main Street, so that's between the Square and the Globe Theatre on Pitt Street. All right. And And we've got two buildings. Um, So the art collections are mostly on show in the grey concrete building at 336. Oh, right. So at the moment we're in COVID level two So, and Tamanua hours are restricted. So what um, are the hours at the moment? We're currently working on 10 until 12.30 and then an afternoon session of 1.30 until 4, although until 4.30, although we're currently looking very shortly to go between uh, tw- one thirty and 5, so we'll be back practically to normal hours except for an hour lunchtime in which we can clean and, and have place sanitised for the next set of visitors. And generally are guides available for visitors or do they just come and wander around at their own? You're welcome to wander around yeah. at your own leisure, but we're happy to point out um, something that we think might be of interest to you. All right. And at the moment, um, part, part of it is costs, most of it's free? All of it is free. However, we do share the premises with the Rugby Museum um, who are on the first floor of the main building and that part you do have to pay to to view. And special exhibitions, are they just by donation or or there's a cost for those? Currently, we don't have any um, exhibitions for which you have to make donations or cost. However, um, depending on the exhibition, especially if we have to get it in from overseas, we will sometimes look at asking people to pay. And that's not in the immediate future by the look of it. No, (laughs) but we're always keeping our eye open for potential shows. (laughs) Right. So now because Palmerston North is officially 150 years old, we're focusing first on Tamanua's offerings in, in the regard of the history, which is where you come in. So currently located at Tamanua are a couple of heritage buildings. Um, are they a permanent exhibition? They are, although currently we you'd have to request to go and view them um, from the front of house staff. And I understand that there um, can be a tour or do you do your own? Um, it would be a tour. 
So is there a cost for that? There's no cost. Right. And so what are these buildings? We have two. So the first one is called Totoranui, and that's a historic cottage. It's built about 1875, so it's getting on towards 150 years, I think, would make it. And so it's been preserved and was gifted to the city in 1971 for the centenary to so celebrate. It, so where, where did it come from when you say it was gifted? It wasn't on the site that said it. No, it's, um, it's actually waltzed around a few places. <laughs> oh, right. I think it's the fourth move it's had now. Uh, it used to live on Fitzroy Street, oh, right. Mm-hmm. right out on um, Terrace End. The man who owned it, Peter Manson, owned every piece of land between Main Street all the way down to the river on the Fitzroy Street side. Um back when it was still forested, and he was a um, sawmiller, so it was his block to mill out. All oh, right, so his, his it was his particular bu- um, home, was it then? Or it just was, his, it was his own home. Yeah. Um, it has been moved and refurbished inside to show it as it would have been about 1900, 1910, uh, to reflect that was the last years of... Mr. Manson's widow living in the house and the beginning of the Pascoe family living in the house. And the Pascoe family purchased it about 1911 and lived there till about the 1960s. So it's really only had two families in it. And oh, it was right. the Pascoes who donated it. Okay. So um, in, in, at the moment, people can take a tour of... of um under level, <laughs> I suppose you haven't yes, had people it's, asking. It's, but. Um, I imagine that we might have some restrictions on numbers of people. <laughs> right. I imagine a family group would probably fit within that. <laughs> right. So that's the first one is Tōtoranui, and that that's a an historical sawmiller's cottage, um, decked out as it would have been in about the nineteen hundred. You said was that right? Yes. Yeah. And the other building. The other building is uh, the schoolhouse, which comes from our house south, which is up the Bohongana Valley, a little bit past Ashurst, um, probably about 10 miles up. And that came to us in the late 70s, and it reflects a little country school. So we have it set up with desks in there and blackboards and some work that you can do um, it's quite fun visiting that if you can find someone prepared to play the part of the, the teacher <laughs> who will, of course, set firm rules <laughs> as to behaviour, sitting down, folding arms and doing the work. <laughs> and canes apply. <laughs> there is a cane or two sitting up at the front end. <laughs> didn't have the strap. But they and if you cane, wish, you could have a crack at doing... Um, you can have a crack at doing pounds, shillings and pence. Oh, right. And, and uh, younger listeners, of course, would have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Which is money. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, uh, well, some of them don't really have much clue as to what today's money is. <laughs> There's um, Cash is a sort of disappearing thing. Okay, so we've got Tōtoranui, which is a sawmiller's cottage and or family cottage and a um, a schoolhouse. So, and either of those, you could see both, but presumably, um, and, but I you think need if to you book at the see first both, desk. We're happy to take someone round, right? So, um, and anything else that you want to mention about the the two 
um, heritage buildings. If you keep your eye open and you're very quiet, you may see Keith. <laughs> Keith is our resident cat. Oh, right. <laughs> he's a he's a a very pretty tabby, and it's his food bowls that are sitting outside the front of Totoranui. He lives underneath the house, and there's some floorboards you can lift up, and you can see his little bed. Oh, right. well under. <laughs> All right. Not that we encourage you to do that. <laughs> no, I was going to say you might, might end up with no veranda or whatever. So, or floor but on sunny house, days, he'll be found lounging across the veranda. <laughs> and does he move when people come or is it is he's, his He's domain? a very friendly cat as long <laughs> oh. as you don't poke him too much. All right. Okay. So, oh, that's great. So uh, um, another featured attraction is Tarangi Whenua. So what's this? This is our... Uh, Acknowledgement, our recognition, our view of the local Maori communities that live in the Manawatu and Rangitiki areas. So it has stories about some of the personalities that are important in our local area, and it currently also holds most of a meeting house called Takahiku, which comes from a place called Koparoa, which is partway between Levin and Foxton right. and comes from Ngāti Whakateri, iwi. So there are several iwi involved, not just the rangatāni. There's rangatāni, there's Ngāti Whakateri and at the back there's um, some items from Ngāti Hawiti, who are the people who, whose rohi, whose land is in the Taihapi area. All oh, right. So, um, Tai Happy going down to Rata, so just north of Martin. Okay, so um, anything else you'd like to ma- um, mention about Manawatu Journeys? Well, that's of course an area which I know probably the best. <laughs> um, it's as is at the moment. It's an opportunity to walk your way through seeing the learning about how the people, early settlers, came to Palmerston North, about the growth of various industries like daring and flax industry. And then the two back sections, one is about the 1900s to pre-World War Two. The other section, of course, has um, is our more modern and has, of course, the caravan and the grocery store, oh, from which the 1950s, are very popular with yes. children. Unfortunately, we do have to limit some stuff now that we can have out on the grocery store because, of course, we have to wipe everything down in the sanitised age. But, of course, you're welcome to sit inside the caravan and um, try out the bench seats in there and open some of the cupboards. It mm. is an authentic 1950s fielding caravan. Oh, right. So 150 years of history, and a lot of it you can see at Tamanawa, and we've heard recently from um, the library with Leslie Courtney, so we can also visit the archives over there if you want to know more. Or, Cindy, can we ask you, for example, if, if we um, think, well, we want to know the answer to this, so can we come to Tamanawa um, and ask to see you? <laughs> You can, or you can send an email. I live at cindy.lilburn at timanawa.co.nz. And I get many, many different queries. I had to line them up once just a couple of days ago, and I, I do get a lot of queries about how to care for clothing. 
um, especially christening gowns, how to care for people's paper, um, you know, their precious family letters. Um, we do get a lot of queries about whether or not we have items belonging to their family in the collections, and I explain that we have a computer system where um, our records are pretty much up to date so that we can search by people's names, donors, family members' names, and oh, what right. the item might be. Um, but some of the more odd queries I've had is what sort of playground might they have had at Savage Crescent? Oh, right. <laughs> because they're reconstructing that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and surprisingly, we have a 1945 catalogue of playground furniture oh. in our collection. It's a very stray and odd one. Um, we've had someone request looking for information about early Indian uh, migrants oh, right, to this area. Because they've been here a long time too. Um, they they often worked as hawkers, just mm-hmm. travelling with their horse and, horse and bundles of um, Indian goods, as they were called, which was brassware and sort of embroidered items, which were right. all easy to pack in on a horse and then travel up, travel up uh, into some of the backcountry. So that's an indication. For journeys, one little special feature I thought I might mention is that we have a section at the moment devoted to the 1893 suffrage petition, and you can get to see some of the women of this town who uh, signed that petition and their stories. Um, they're quite diverse, everything from a mayoress to to a woman who was a local midwife and home home surgeon doctor oh, and a very practical person. <laughs> and, and, and dire need, I guess people would call to her. So. She yeah. was known to have, um, to have skills in that area before the days when you had formal registered nurses. Oh, right. Yes. So, well, thank you very much for that, Cindy. That's been most informative. Well, folks, we now have Andy Lebst with us, who's, as um, already explained, the online person for the Tamanua now, and he's going to tell us a bit more about what else is featured in um, Tamanua. So we've got a water room, otherwise known as Tawa. So what's the purpose or the features of this water room? So the water room itself is used to teach uh, around erosion, uh, just with the river and how the water levels change, how it er- Roads over time, uh, but Tiawa itself is all about the river. So there's also a big fish tank with native fish in there. There's a set of caves for exploring, so you can go and have a look at. Uh, there's birds in there, so there's a moa skeleton. There's a whole bunch of taxidermy. There's a possum, taxidermy possum. Uh, but we've also got some drawers that you can open, and there's uh, skulls from birds, and and there's some I think seagull feet, possum fur. Uh, plus a whole lot of bugs and things you'd find out at the beach as well. Right, so are all these available during Level 2? or So the water room itself is closed during Level 2 uh, just because there are some health and safety issues, I guess, in there with, with the Delta virus that's out. Uh, but the majority of the space is open, so you can wander through the caves and have a look, uh, open the drawers, that kind of thing. And then when you have to clean up at lunchtime, you have to go and wipe all the handles. Yeah, so we go around uh, between 12.30 and one thirty right. and spray and wipe everything with sanitizer and yeah. So also in, in the general complex, we, we've got a children's area. So um, what does that comprise of? So in the children's area, there is a helicopter, there's an electric car, 
There's a set of, uh, you can build a wall with some foam bricks. There's a little book area as well as a kitchen and a secret tunnel. However, once again, with level two, it is completely closed off. The sooner we go to level one, I think the sooner it's going to, everyone's going to be a bit happier with it. A little bit free and easier and actually able to really enjoy the museum at at the moment. Um, It's a bit restrictive for children. It is. It's a lot quieter without the... um, Without the children's area. Over Christmas, though, they are bringing the curiosity contraptions that were upstairs. All right. And one of the spaces up there, they're bringing them downstairs into the atrium. Oh, okay. So that's uh, quite hands-on, so lots of buttons to push and things moving. and So that's quite cool. And lots more things to clean up. <laughs> and and <laughs> lots more services to spray and wipe. But that's right. life. Yes, that's true. So, okay, so we've got children's area, and that's coming down – over Christmas, so does Christmas officially start at the beginning of December or uh, in November for us? So right. November thirteenth, Santa's Cave opens upstairs. Right. Uh, so with Santa's Cave this year, because of the level two restrictions, we can't run it as we normally do, where people just queue up and head through and have a look and meet and greet with Santa. So this year they'll be doing it through bookings. So all, right. all of the bookings are done either through our website uh, or you can contact the museum directly on the phone number, um, give them a call and, and put in a booking. So the availability for the booking will be going, I think it's going on in the next few days. So what is the website? www.tamanawa.co.nz, <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, I believe, from memory. Oh, oh right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Well, you should be able to find it with Tamanawa anyway. Yeah. If, I'd say if you just Google Tamanawa, it will come up. Right. So you go there and make your bookings for Santa's Cave, which will be available from the 13th of November, you said. Was That's that right? the one. Right. So from memory, they're doing, uh, I think it's groups of 40 at a time. Oh, um, okay. And it's all... Partly the reason why it's all done with bookings is so that we can keep track of, of who was there in case things happen as, as they might this day and age. Um, and then they can sort of keep an eye on who was there and who we need to contact. So within Tamanawa, um, there are, you, you uh, um, zap the code at the beginning when you come in the first door. Are there other codes to zap as you go into each individual place? or, or is So we one? have a separate code for the museum and for the art gallery. So if you head into the art gallery, you have to scan in there. And then once right. you head through to the museum, you scan in there as well. Uh, I believe they are dotted throughout the museum. But generally when you walk in the front door, and we have one door in, one door out policy, um, which is just to keep an eye on numbers. Okay. And and uh, the Rugby Museum, which is part of, well, it, it's housed there as well. That That's a separate entity. And there's a cost for that? Uh, there is. So children are $5. Under fives are free. Adults are twelve fifty, And then if you have a wonderful gold card, a gold card, then you get $10. All right. So and that that also you you buy your tickets downstairs and then go up, and there's also a um, COVID zap for that as a separate entity. That's correct, and that's the only thing that you have to pay for at the museum, right. um, entrance wise. At, at the moment, because sometimes there are special exhibitions which you make a donation. Occasionally, yeah, I think Santa's Cave is generally make a um, donation. Right. So well, it has been in the past, what I've noticed. So presumably that will still. 
apply, but yeah. who knows? I read back in the day as well when it first started, it was a shilling to go and see. All oh, right. <laughs> and for those who, um, Cindy mentioned pound, shillings and pence, that's 10 cents, folks. <laughs> <laughs> right. So now we're going to move across to the art gallery. So there is, um, no, I'm oh, sorry, I've missed constellate. What's constellate? I'm not too sure. Oh, that's a coming exhibition, so maybe you're not up to date that with that one at the moment. That might not be one that I've well, been told not, about, but I might have to go and Google it while I'm when I head back to the office. And it, and it may not also be happening due to COVID, because as I said, I have no idea what it is. It was just listed as something that you could see there, but <laughs> I will go and Google it as well. Oh. So that's Constellate, C-O-N-S-T-E-L-L-A-T-E. Sounds like it might be something to do with the stars or whatever. But I know that they do have uh, things along the lines of the Star Dome, um, which they do hire out. I don't know if they're doing it over COVID at the moment um, because it's a... Uh, a big an inflatable dome, yeah. um, and it's yeah, you can basically watch stars and learn about that sort of thing. Well, that but that may be what it because the, the stellar bit in the middle makes me think it might be something to do with the stars. Yeah. But unfortunately, however, because it's enclosed, it's a hard one to. Right, so we will actually move to the art gallery now. There are several exhibitions there. There's um, at the moment, Naku Te Kaupapa Mau Taniko. So what is that? Uh, so that's the Te Wananga Weaving Exhibition, uh, which is situated upstairs on the second floor of the art gallery. Uh, unfortunately, there are some parts of it that didn't quite make it down due to the lock-offs and sort of up north ways. Um, but there are some, it's, it's still quite nice to see. There are some really, really nice pieces in there. So that that's the tanako is the weaving bit. So it's um, to remember weaving and um, mine is the kopapa or the, or the um, topic. Okay, so when's that available? Uh, so that's on at the moment. Uh, so it should be there for I'd say probably the next month or so. Right. So there's that, and that's the Tuanangoa Teoroa display. That's right. correct. Okay. And then we also have Matato. So Matato is Matato is the Māori visual arts from Massey. Uh, so that's due to open. I believe the opening is Friday night, so it'll be open to the general public on Saturday. So that's from the sixteenth of November. That's, yes, that's yeah. correct. Mm-hmm. I believe, yeah. Uh, and so that is based down on the first floor of the art gallery. All right, and another one's called Locals. Uh, so Locals will be the Manawatu Art Society exhibition, which is situated uh, in the area that we have, I believe it's called G2 from memory. Uh, it's the, where the art racks are. And so the Manawatu Art Society have put together a collection of uh, pieces from artists that are local. So it features a lot of paintings of sort of the square area, the centre of town. Uh, but there are some some really, really nice um, there's one with some vases and fruits and it's really really cool there is a oh, her name has escaped me she's a local artist she went to girls high that's not Rita Lauren. Angus there's oh, right. a Rita oh, Angus oh, there she was, oh she's from here yeah oh. so there's a, a lovely Rita Angus uh, on one of the walls it's it's beautiful it's, I'll have to go and have a look that's probably I'd say that's the one to look out for so um, these these exhibitions are in in the art gallery, obviously, uh, and there's a, a regular attendant there. So if you've got questions, you can ask 
So uh, the art gallery currently is open from 10 in the morning through to 12.30. So we close between 12.30 and 1.30 for a clean down. Uh, and then we reopen at 1.30 to 4. And there is someone, a staff member that's on and they're um, usually quite helpful and, and knowledgeable about the exhibitions that are on. Right, and and that's a separate code um, zapper for the, for the art gallery. We also do have the, if you don't have the code, the scanner on your phone, uh, there is a form that you can fill in and we just put those forms in a box uh, and the forms are just kept at the museum until required by, yeah. And by the government. By the, gov- by <laughs> the government can... in case things go awry. Right. Yes, because I, I guess they say that, you know, um, such and such is, is now um, positive and in the last two weeks they've gone here, there and everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's or whatever. The contact tracing is, is a good way of doing it. Um, but, yeah, those documents are, are kept secure until needed. Right. So we've got Naku Te Kaupapa Moe Tanako, which is the weaving exhibition from Te Wananga Aotearoa, Matatau, which you said was... Māori visual arts from Māori Massey. visual arts from Massey, and the locals, which is local artists, including Rita Angus, to look out for that one. And then I understand there's also a um, an exhibition by someone called Lauren Lysart. So Lauren Lysart is an artist from Wanganui. Uh, so we've got two exhibitions of hers. One is owned by the museum, which is called Trifecta. So it's all based on horse racing. Oh, right. And it's using items that are recycled from the horse horse tracks. Oh. Uh, so, so a bit, bit, bit of the um, saddle cloth and all those kind of things. Yeah, so uh, these days we use digital screens with the names of the horses. Um, but back in the day they had the slates oh, right. with the names printed on. And so... She's done some creative things with the slates and they've used the old bedding slips and turned them into toperies. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, she's she's done really so be interesting, interesting things with that. And then we've also got uh, Kuturiri Sunrise, which is all based on her father's butchery, but it's done with stitching and cloth and fabric and, yeah, it's fantastic. Oh, wow. So we've got about half a minute left. So is there anything that you'd like to wrap everything up with? Uh, just... I, I fully recommend coming to see Santa at Santa's Cave, um, but just remember remember to book. Um, and you can do that through the website or phoning Through the website or phoning to Manua, uh, and, yeah, details will be publicised on our Facebook page. And that's from this, um, the fifth, no, the 13th, you 13th said, of November. November. Right, so all you little kiddies out of school time <laughs> you can go well you've got about an hour at the, or an hour and a half you said 4.30 close uh, 4.30 close at the moment but right. I believe we might be changing back to our normal five well hopefully so so. we'll just have to wait and see so thank you very much Andy and Cindy who's not here at the moment we thank her as well and uh, we look forward to seeing you again thank you If you're a fan of NPR, listening to our podcasts and live stream has never been easier. Just search for accessmedia.nz on the App Store or Google Play and download the app with the Kiwi Fruit logo. Once you've got it, pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show.